Welcome to Talkin' Star Wars. Join your hosts, Robin Vogt and Scott Inch, as they explore all aspects of a galaxy far, far away. And welcome to Talkin' Star Wars. Sitting across from me is Mr. Scott Inch. Scott, I think we got some uh, interesting Star Wars news, it seems like, over the last week or so. Yeah, some maybe small news about a title. <laughs> so, some kind of Star Wars title came out, and uh, let's talk about it. Let's just jump right into this conversation, because I know we have a lot to hypothesize. We've got a lot to break down here, Scott. Let's start off with that title, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Boy, oh boy. I was almost, I, I know we heard some stuff about probably the destiny of the Force. I was like, oh man, what a Disney title. I, I don't want to see Beauty and the Beast type stuff mixing in, even though that movie's going to make billions of dollars. I have 200 million. Oh, he's on the 200 million bandwagon. <laughs> I totally think that this title is something else. Scott, I'm going to leave it right to you. What do you think of this title? I think it's a great title. It's uh mysterious it's uh it's there's so much questions to it who's the last jedi is it luke is it ray i don't know after what the words that yoda said in return of the jedi after he had gone the last jedi luke would be what does it mean what does it mean so i want to know and i think we've got a lot to talk about we'll about the title yeah oh there is so much about with this title first thing and i'm going to start up the hypothesizing bandwagon here i feel like star wars fans have already jumped on it and we're already getting ready for this thing to release in december but let's start off with what possibly the last jedi could mean now obviously we hear theorists and everybody else everybody poor pablo hidalgo i feel bad for him on twitter because he's just getting so much stuff from star wars fans <laughs> what is it plural is it singular what does jedi mean is there more than one jedi it's just and personally when i look at the name i'm like of course there's going to be more than one jedi maybe they're trying to clue in on one specific jedi whose story might be a main focus in this film however i think they're probably talking about ray and luke specifically and the journey that ray is going to go on in this film as an up-and-coming jedi we know her force powers we know what she's going to do to the first order i mean obviously she she has a number to pick with kylo ren and everything after what he did to finn and I'm, i said this on our next episode of the brick city blockade star wars podcast which is releasing on monday so you guys can check that out there's something going on with ray i don't think she's only going to touch on the force i think she's also going to look at the light side and the dark side of the force in some ways and maybe that title color i know a lot of people scott have been talking about that title color who would ever think that primary colors would become a main conversation in the star wars universe but i want to get your insight what do you think the last jedi specifically means and what about that title font color uh, well the title font color red so let's go to that episode three it was red revenge of the sith the return of the jedi it was red well originally it was revenge of the jedi but return of the jedi so uh, those two titles had a red 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 coloring so i also don't know what this title means i'm just i'm just kind of shocked what does it mean um obviously it's going to be a skywalker because it was released on twitter this is a skywalker story so we know that the last jedi has to be about luke i mean as you look at the opening crawl of episode seven the, the first order looking for skywalker the last jedi so it's in the title there i've got a funny feeling I hope that Luke doesn't get killed off. <laughs> I right, hope. Yeah. Because then that's it. Just gone. But I hope he's still around. Um, so much we could think about about this title. I just think The Last Jedi is going to be Luke's story. It's not going to be about Ray. It's going to be Luke's story. We're going to find out maybe a wee bit about that story, how he became The Last Jedi, because he did set up the Jedi Order in Bigville during the interim years of the Jedi and Force Awakens. He did start the Jedi Order up again, but they were all slaughtered. So he became the last Jedi once more. 
So maybe that's why. I think we are going to get a ton of Luke. I think we have to. I know you said it in the last episode of Talking Star Wars. You need your Luke, Scott. You need him with his green lightsaber. You need him taking out people. That's just who Luke is. That's his character. That's this buildup. They didn't put him in episode seven at that ending for no reason. J.J. Abrams had sat down, I totally believe, with Ryan Johnson ahead of time and said, dude, we're putting Luke at the end of this thing and we're getting people ready because Luke is going to come out in, in, in this next one. And and whether he hits the other side of Blades of Glory and he ends up being killed off at the end of this, I don't want to see it happen. I think, like Kathleen Kennedy said, this is the Skywalker saga. This is going to continue through Episode Nine, And then maybe we can start discussing Luke possibly being killed off. Right now, I don't need any more tissues with the Skywalker family, everything happening with them. So, yeah, I think the story is definitely going to focus on Luke Scott and and I would not be surprised if in some places Luke interacts with even some of our other heroes at times and maybe even gives them a little bit of insight. This is somebody, of course, now with Han Solo out of the out of the picture, unfortunately. I think Luke had so many side stories with Han that there's a lot of insight he could share with Finn and Poe, which we're gonna discuss going into this next episode. Some stuff about, well, this is this is the way you gotta get around the galaxy. Necessarily have to collect uh nerfs and and use them and, and sell them for money for the rebellion no you don't have to put nerfs on the millennium falcon and of course that canon content man there he knows what comic book that's coming from but <laughs> there's just so much happening there and i would not be surprised if luke doesn't interact with these other characters at the same time yeah he will do. i mean i'm just looking forward to seeing how he interacts i mean we never got a chance to see that in episode seven um we're definitely going to see that in episode eight i just want to see his interaction with finn and how because finn was kind of aware of him. Ray was kind of aware of him, but Ray's now going to kind of met him and then we'll wait to see what happens in episode eight. She's going to be fed up holding his lightsaber. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing his interaction with Finn. I'm looking forward to his interaction with Poe, seeing how they interact with Luke. Because obviously, none of them probably have met Luke. Uh, none of not, not even the current Karen stuff, especially after uh, Jedi. He's never, none of them have ever met him, especially Poe. Although he did know Poe's parents from Shared Empire. So there's a bit of connect, connective there. Um, so yeah, we're going to find out. We're going to see, I'm hoping there's some kind of um, comment, quite a wee bit of a, a nod to that comment in episode eight. There has to be a wee, wee bit of a nod. But yeah, I can't wait to, for Luke to interact with these people. It's just going to be some kind of... I don't know, I'm quite excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give it any words. <laughs> <laughs> and yet we're 10 or 11 months away from seeing this movie. It it is it is quite amazing that December is just it it you know coming out of Rogue One I was like oh now we gotta wait another year for a Star Wars film guys I mean we're already talking about touching February I feel like we we've been in in like December this entire time I I don't want to be in December of last year trust me (laughs) but I feel like but February is right around the corner and we're getting closer to celebration and we're getting closer to a lot more Star Wars Episode Eight news coming out very soon I totally believe now Scott another thing we gotta talk about with this title of course the red font and everything i love yeah. ryan johnson's comment when somebody on twitter came out and said well is is the entire crawl text going to be red and he's like no i'm not an anarchist it's not going to be red i'm just throwing it out there for you guys so you can get a little bit of a feel for it now whether this is also cluing in and i know collider jedi council talked about it yesterday and we're both really of what christian harloff and everybody over there perry nimroff ken knapsack uh, jeremy johns everybody over there they brought up a great point do we think we could possibly see the sith come back in episode eight are the knights of ren not necessarily sith but are they sith believers are they somebody that possibly 
could re-jumpstart the Sith Order in many ways. We don't know what's behind that mask. There could be some other canon characters behind that mask. And I'd be really curious to see where that kind of fits into the universe, if they're going to play around with it. Scott, what are the chances of possibly seeing a Sith connection, whether it's even with Supreme Leader Snoke in some way? We know he's probably going to be his own character guy. I have a feeling he knows about the Sith and he knows about Palpatine and everything. Well, he says he's been there since the days of the Empire, the early days of the Empire. I would be surprised he was there before during the Republic. Um, speaking of the Sith, I'm sure it's in the first Aftermath, aftermath book. Um, it's mentioned of a kind of, kind of cult who mm. worship Vader. So I mm. don't know if that's maybe a Sith connection there. Whether the Sith are coming back. That's a tough one. That's a tough one because both Master and Apprentice were both killed on the same day on um, Jedi. So I don't know. That's a good question. Are the Sith coming back that's a, that's a tough question to answer there's always going to be a balance in the force good and bad and I think we will see the Sith again I don't think they were totally destroyed I don't think someone followed that rule of two there has to be a master and an apprentice I think some of them did branch off maybe it didn't call themselves Sith but they called themselves something else but they're not going to come back as a Sith I mean we had the Sith Empire and all the public it's not canon but we could see something like that comes through it but I, whether Snoke's a Sith we'll need to find it in episode 8 there's rumours running around you he's a puppet I don't see I don't know how that'll work like doing live action moves as a puppet I think we'll, we'll need to wait and see whether he's a Sith or not but he's training Kyle Ren so I think he is but a different kind of Sith that's actually a really good point. And actually, Sean and I actually even discussed a little bit of this on our next podcast episode. I'll be curious to hear what you say, Scott, after you, you, we send you the little bit of a clip, because I'm definitely going to send you that clip where we talk about that specific section, because I'm sure you're going to be able to like really dig into that, maybe even get some on this. But one of the things I did talk about with Sean, this is spoilers completely for our next episode. We did talk about, as we see even in Rogue One on Jeddah, there are different factions of the Force. We know that there's yeah. the Church of the Force. There are believers within it. The dark side is that way as well you have the sith but i totally believe that there are separate factions of dark side users and believers we kind of see that in star wars legends and the expanded universe in some ways you know there are certain factions of the dark side in the outer rim i guess in some ways you could say the use on vong to a certain extent not necessarily where they dark side users we know that's why thrawn wanted to completely eradicate the use vong because they were just he saw them as a threat not only to the chiss wanted to establish uh, i know mm-hmm. we're getting into legends talk and everything i love doing that <laughs> it's some of the best stuff but i wouldn't be surprise scott if we don't see not like you said maybe snoke is a sith but maybe he's also a faction of the sith in some ways a faction of dark side users that really stood back for quite some time and said you know what we're gonna let vader and palpatine do their sith thing we're gonna let them run the galaxy the way they do and when our time starts to come forward opportunity and snoke has been sitting in the background for quite some time obviously under this other faction of the it's like you said it's going to be so fascinating to see how the lucasfilm story group and everything approached this and was able to do it in a way that doesn't necessarily tie into star wars legends in the expanded universe in some ways just kind of connects it to for star wars fans and gives that little nod to the hardcore fans saying you know what We've been listening to what you guys have been saying in Star Wars Rebels and how you like the expanded universe being used and how we used it even a little bit in Rogue One to get you guys really pumped for it and everything. Especially Vader's castle. We're going to throw it in here. Yeah, absolutely. 
I would not be surprised if there's no reference to that. And Scott, now that you bring up Vader's castle, we might even see Vader's castle even show up in episode eight, just because maybe Snoke wants to show Ren what his grandfather had developed on Mustafar, some of the things he had to go through. I think it's a slight possibility that over or under, Ooh, say yeah. 40%, I'd probably say 45% at the moment, mm-hmm. 45% just now until we get closer and closer to episode eight and the more we get some more images the more we get a trailer we get more and more because as you said and a great point is snoke will want to show kyle ren his grandfather's legacy so obviously mustafa the birthplace of darth vader pretty much that's where vader's legacy is that's where it is so we're going to go back there i do think we will go back there right now 45 percent we'll wait to see as i said more trailers more pictures, we'll wait to see. Who knows, it might appear in a cut a bit beforehand, but then did the rebels destroy it? Did they know about it after Jedi? Did they destroy completely all of it? Who knows? But I think if Kylo Ren was hunting around for Vader stuff, especially with his mask, even in the aftermath, somehow managed to get his lightsaber. I want to know how they managed to get that lightsaber off the second Death Star. But it, <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah. <laughs> We're going to... I think we will go back just 45% of the moment. As we get closer and closer and I start to see some some similarities in the, in the books and in the comics after Jedi, I might put it up and up and up. But right now, 45%. I don't know what your percentage is. Oh, boy. Well, now that you bring up Mustafar and Vader's castle, I feel like there's two separate percentages now involved in that. I think probably if I was to just put Mustafar, the chances of seeing Mustafar mentioned, yeah, I think you got to put mentioning up above like 55 to 60% yeah. right now because I think Rogue One kind of teased it well. Will we physically go to Mustafar? I would say 52%. I don't think we have enough evidence. Like you said, Scott, you said it beautifully. I don't think we have enough evidence right now to prove that. My inner fandom on whether we're going to see Vader's castle in this next one, I'm sorry. I know I just gave decent percentages and some background to what Scott said. We go to Vader's castle. There's still a possibility there. I took a certain percentage out because it may not happen. I was being very safe. I'm going to say 82% because I think Rogue One teaser to where they left it off. Unless something happens and we get something else in a canon novel that says that Vader's castle was destroyed, maybe Leia went back. Obviously, we know in uh, Bloodline that she was facing a lot of criticism from the Republic and from because of her connection to Darth Vader to that that was her father and everything. Maybe she sent a squad back to destroy the castle any evidence that she was related to her father in any kind of way i know the book didn't really touch upon it but maybe there's some backstory there that we're going to get however does my heart tell me to be a vader's castle i don't think he's done collecting relics maybe he's going to go take a swim in his grandfather's bath to t- uh, back the tank i don't really want to see that on screen i think it's a little disturbing <laughs> wouldn't surprise me knowing kylo ren how much of a vader fanboy he is i mean it- it's almost like it's almost like he's a justin bieber fan in that kind of way he's just he's <laughs> Like he loves his grandfather so much, he just has to be everywhere where he is. I, I don't know, Scott. Eighty-two percent. I'm gonna say that we're gonna go see Vader's castle at some point again. Yeah, I'll give you that. Eighty-two percent. I'll give you eighty-two percent. I'm just going on all the points. <laughs> yeah, all the points you've got. So, um, yeah. Who knows? As I said, uh, it's hard. One. It, is a, it is a hard one. It really is. I don't think Leia would destroy anything about Vader. I don't think she would know about Vader's castle on Mustafar. 
I don't think uh, you bring up Birdline. Yeah, she she was outed. She she hit it very well. She was outed, and she had no option but to reveal to everybody. Yeah, she wasn't thought of Darth Vader. It's just a hard one right now to see if that shows up. But I would love it to show. I I feel it would expand the story more. We go to more yeah. locations. I felt on Force Awakens, we we were limited to the same kind of planets as before. So yeah, like we had the Death Star, another Death Star, but a bigger one, a giant planet one, really. Uh, we were on a desert planet, Tatooine, but it was Jakku. We were on a kind of a forest-looking planet, kind of like Endor, but it wasn't. It was Darkona. Every Force Awakens had these similarities to the first three movies. I think we need to go beyond that and go to different planets. But yeah, I think right now, 45%, Mustafar, Vader's castle. And there has to be so much there. And who knows? There could be like a worship group there to worship Vader in that castle. Interesting. That's a really interesting point. I could totally see that being something where there are, you know, people go there to worship him because he was one of the lords of the Sith, one of the main lords of the Sith, when you're talking about Star Wars canon and and just Star Wars history alone. I could totally see it being that way. Almost like how Rogue One showcased Jeddah, very similar to Middle Eastern countries and everything and the worship and the many religions that exist. I could totally see where they could do something like that, that it's almost like the castle is a relic. And then suddenly Kylo Ren shows up and is like, everybody out of the way, his grandson's coming through. He wants to come and see his grandfather's stuff. You know? Oh, man. I mean, it would just be like a giant Star Wars celebration at Vader's Castle. They need to do that. They need to recreate Vader's Castle and have a celebration. At it. I'll be at that, then. <laughs> no matter where it is. I don't care if it's at the bottom of an ocean. I will get a snorkeling kit and I will be at the bottom of it. I don't care. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Scott, and I've had a lot of fans ask me about this. We have an event coming up at Krypton Comics this coming Sunday. We're going to have a Brick City Blockade roundtable. I'm going to have Brian Fontaine, Chris Letty, Sean, and I, everybody from the podcast network here in the United States are going to be there. Scott, if we had the money to fly you over, it will happen soon. Don't worry. We'll fly you over for a Brick City Blockade roundtable in the States at some point. I'll be there. <laughs> it's going to happen at some point here. But we're going to really talk about, you know, The Last Jedi and everything. And one of the things I wanted to bring up is Ray's lineage. Yeah. Now, we know how A New Hope plays out. A lot of people still compare how A New Hope was scripted to how they took on Force Awakens and how J.J. Abrams, certain aspects of how the flow worked and everything to A New Hope. A lot of people are trying to compare Episode Eight to Empire Strikes Back. I know it's hard for us as Star Wars fans sometimes to move away, try not to compare these episodes to another. It's really tough for many of us because like you, Scott, you're in the canon content all the time. You're looking for connections. You're looking for things to connect this universe all the time. I definitely think Star Wars Episode Eight is really going to be some aspects of it are going to touch on an empire strikes back level i definitely think the format of it's a really bright opening a lot of action and everything and then we're going to get a really dark dark ending going into episode nine a lot of unanswered questions now do we find out who ray's parents are in episode eight if we're talking about empire strikes back vader reveals to luke no i am your father you know that's the famous line that comes in empire strikes back do we find out ray's lineage in this episode i'm thinking so going to get it not towards the end of the film i think they want to answer that question early on so that we can continue this journey and start to see Ray in this new way. We finally have a place to put her. And I think they're going to surprise us with her lineage. I think that dark title, I know we go back to the color in the title of this next episode, but I think The Last Jedi and the use of the red does signify what her background could be. I, I don't want it to be the fate of reincarnated. That's garbage. Get that out That's getting get that out of here. <laughs> nice reference that, there. <laughs> yeah, get that out the door. I don't want to hear that. 
Uh, I was just <laughs> nonsense that one because then that just I feel like kind of goes in a silly route. I don't think we want that. I think we want some series, but not that. Please God, not that. Um, <laughs> I've been back and forth whether it's race and not, it's Luke's daughter or not. I've been like, is it because it's the way he looked at her in episode seven? He was kind of like, but he was looking at her like, I don't want to go back into this. I've done my time. Mm. He just wants to be left alone. So he's, he knows that he's getting dragged back in. I said, we'll find out. You're saying halfway through, it's really at the start of episode eight, we'll find out who her parents are. I think it's going to be halfway through the movie. I think it will be an hour in and we'll find out It'll, she'll come over or something or Luke will describe it in a certain point of view, alternative facts. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll, find out, <laughs> we'll find out that way. I don't think it'll be near the end because that's been done before and that's just like, mm-hmm. nah. I'd rather be happy to the movie she tries to understand it and maybe near the end she, it's so bad that she turns to the dark side. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I mean, I know Sean and I at the podcast, we are 100% behind Ray going to the dark side. I want to see Daisy Ridley play a dark side user in so many ways because I think we've always seen her in her roles where she has been as this very light soul, somebody who is very charismatic, somebody who is very passionate, very strong woman figure so the dark side you want to talk about taking on a very different level in many ways i could just see i it's kind of funny now that now that i think about it we see the video um i, I can't remember his name i think it's josh gad or whatever who was in his who invited daisy ridley into his yeah. into his dressing room and he started asking her about the last jedi and the entire time Daisy was going through that entire cycle with him, I was like, oh man, Daisy Ridley is a dark side user. Just the the tone she was using and everything. I was like, oh man, I would totally fall in love with Daisy Ridley as a dark side user. Just the tone that she uses and everything. It'd be so cool in so many different ways. Too. Well, how, feeling on that, if Kylo Ren's on the dark side and Ray's on the dark side, how would, how would you feel about that? Does, does that mean that Luke does become the last Jedi? Like both he's going to teach her ends up becoming a dark side user I and mean, he's lost two people to the dark side and then the title really means the last Jedi is Luke well, that's actually a really good point because if you do put Rey and Kylo Ren on the dark side then you would you would have to rely so much on Poe and Finn at that point story in episode 9 I don't see I don't necessarily see Poe becoming a Jedi in any kind of way possible right off the bat of my head maybe Finn in some ways because he's had some experience but even then even then I don't know how you'd be able to play it out i think ray becoming a dark side user yeah. see it towards the end of episode nine or episode nine would really revolve itself around that in that way i would feel so bad for luke i mean you want to talk about somebody who tried twice and just <laughs> failed completely if that happened i mean it's a different it's it was kind of different with obi-wan in some ways yeah. but i'm sure he would relate back to obi-wan in many ways and if luke was the last jedi i know the title and everything kind of gives us that synopsis that yeah luke is, is probably going to be the last true jedi yeah. that's still exist but for him to be the last jedi force user ever i mean that's that's pretty extreme if we're gonna get into that i think ray is definitely going to stay as a jedi and to me is like <laughs> ray with a red lightsaber sounds like a pretty pretty cool idea just even even just i, I see artwork and everything and i see fandom you know just starting to post things about it or with a double double lightsaber turning your staff into like almost darth plagueis's lightsaber and everything i would I mean, love that I would love to see a double lightsaber in this movie. Like, I know we've had it in like non legend stuff. We've had it. The Inquisitors had double lightsabers, really. So I, I would love to see a Jedi have a double lightsaber. I want that so badly. I think that'd be awesome. It's a, it's a, it's an ancient design. The double lightsaber is not a new concept. 
Yeah. Maul really wasn't the first one to use a double lightsaber. It existed thousands of years before. I mean, you're talking about even beyond the early Jedi in some ways. I mean, that's when they were carrying the backpacks around and their power sources were going <laughs> into the lightsabers themselves. They even had double lightsabers then. I mean, the power source was redirected in a very different way so that they could handle double lightsabers. So it goes even thousands and thousands of years before. And maybe that's where the expanded universe stuff is going to come in. Yeah. Luke's going to break down the lightsaber inside of the forest tree. Maybe he's going to, to with her in different ways, he's going to say he's able to build their lightsaber and is able to find the proper uh, kyber crystal that's going to fit their connection. You know, the, that's the whole point of the Jedi is to have a connection with a kyber crystal that they put into their lightsaber. Yeah. I know that probably based on what we've seen with toys and some of the leaks that have come out, she's got a blue lightsaber, so she's probably going to use Luke in Anakin's old lightsaber. I, I'm going to throw this out there, Scott, and I'm going to have you chime in on this. Like we saw Luke use the blue lightsaber, his father's lightsaber, in Empire Strikes Back. And then, of course, we go into Return of the Jedi and he builds his own lightsaber yeah. and everything. There could probably be, and I'm going to, I would even say, if we're going to set a percentage, I, I, by the way, guys, I love using percentages. Scott and I, we love doing that. I would say almost 90% as we go into episode nine, she's going to craft her own lightsaber. Maybe she'll lose the blue lightsaber at some point in episode eight. She's going to have her own lightsaber at some yeah. point. And I can't wait to see whether the staff turns into something maybe at the end of episode eight we see her yanking apart the staff and using that to build her lightsaber getting a kyber crystal somewhere maybe luke brings her to a planet where kyber crystals still exist and she's able to connect with one i don't know i'm, I'm just rambling on like a star wars fan should scott i just like <laughs> scott just pick it up from here i know that you have your insight on this kind of stuff i'm gonna go one percent higher and go 91 percent that she's gonna have a Ooh. she'll make her own lightsaber so i'll go one percent higher so 91% that she will make her own lightsaber. And then in the episode 8, we're going to episode 9. And there are other places to take kyber crystals. Homewars showed that on the ice planet that Ahsoka took the younglings to with Yoda. Oh, yes. Was so, that Ilum? I think that was Ilum. Was that Ilum? Yeah. yeah, I think it was, yeah. Obviously, we had one on Lothal. Now, we know the Empire managed to see the, the Inquisitors and then Vader came along afterwards. So, yeah, I think there might be kyber crystals left in there. Where else... I I can't really think of anywhere else again in the canon where it's... I need to go back to the canon again to double check. But yeah, that's the only two planets I can really think of at the moment that have kyber crystals. And that, I know a lot of people have been speculating on, well, you know, if Ilum ended up becoming Starkiller Base, then there's probably no kyber crystals left, of course, on Starkiller Base, a.k.a. Ilum in fan theory. But of course, like you said, Scott, it might not be Ilum. There yeah. might be other planets that still exist Maybe Luke knows of some as he was making his journey to Octu. Maybe Octu itself has kyber crystals somewhere within it. You know, obviously that's just from what we've heard and what they really keyed into in Star Wars Episode Seven that Luke was going to search for the first yeah. Jedi temple. He was on that Jedi temple or wherever it was on Octu at the end of that. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe there it, he went to Octu, settled there, trained, and then was going to bring all the younglings to that first Jedi temple. I don't know. There's just so much that could happen in Star Wars Episode Eight here, Scott. It's pretty amazing. Like you said before, we're getting closer and closer to this release. We're getting closer and closer to celebration where I think we are going to get some announcement in terms of maybe a teaser trailer, a full trailer. I don't know. I think it's probably going to be a teaser just to get us ready and everything. Yeah. I don't see them releasing a full-on trailer. Well, maybe they'll do it like Rogue One and they kind of just release it for the crowd and then they turn off the cameras to everybody watching at home and everything. Um, I know you... 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> that could, I don't know, maybe that could possibly happen, but I think we're going to definitely, and we're definitely going to get something at Celebration. I know oh. that much when it comes to a teaser trailer or trailer. I would not be surprised with this Rebels break here until um, late, early to mid-February if they don't give us a little bit of something. I don't know. Maybe it's like Ryan Johnson's teaser that he had that he released where it shows Octu and then it says in production. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's another panorama shot of something, another location that we're going to go to, and then it says, boom, December, and that's it. Just just to kind of tease us in some way for what's going to come at Celebration. I think we're going, I think, if you look at the marketing release of the last two years, Force Awakens and Rogue One, I think we'll be following that same marketing route. So we'll have Celebration, definitely we're going to get a teaser trailer, similar to Force Awakens. We'll get information about Episode 8. Not much, because even at the last two celebrations, Anaheim in 2015 and London last year for the movies, were the main panel, so Rogue One and Force Awakens, they didn't really say too much. They only showed a few things. Like, we got... Jakku and Force uh, at the celebration 2015, and we got Scarif uh, celebration last year in July. Even with the future film panels, which to be honest wasn't really much coming out of that either. All we got told that episode eight would start right off at the end of where episode seven left off. That was really yeah. There wasn't really much detail coming out from episode eight there, so you know, we're keeping it pretty quiet. So. Yeah, they're definitely, definitely a wee bit more information, but not enough because they want to keep us su- surprised. Mark Hamill's even said it himself. He does it. They're not doing it to torture us. They're doing it because we want you to be enthusiastic, surprised when we go into that cinema in December. I think it's December 15th, 16th this yeah. year. So we're definitely, like, because we'll all be there all the night. We'll all be sitting there glued to the screens going, oh, my God, oh, my God, what's happening? When the minute, <laughs> like, Lucasfilm and maybe Star Wars and music comes on, I can't wait to hear that. Like, I can, I got really excited when that happened before Force Awakens. I never thought I would see Star Wars back in the cinema again. I saw the 3D episode one, but we'll not go into that. Um, <laughs> that was a waste of time, to be honest. Um I got chills when, I, when it came up. But yeah, I think we're going to get more and then we'll have Comic-Con. I think we'll get uh, something at Comic-Con. I think we'll get a behind-the-scenes kind of thing. And then I don't know if it's going to be Monday Night Football in America or I hope it's not 2 o'clock in the morning because I had to do that last time before so we can wake up to get a trip to watch the trailer. I think we'll get a trailer October, late October this year of uh, a full trailer. And then we'll start getting international trailers and all that. We want to thank you guys for tuning in right now. Scott, where can people find you on social media if they want to connect and talk Star Wars? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Scott Inch or as Robin and Brian have been chasing up with this one on Twitter at Scott Inch. Yes! <laughs> I did it right away last time. So yeah, you can catch me at both Twitter and on Facebook. Follow Scott on Twitter. He's the official part of the podcast network, our Canon Insider. And he loves talking Star Wars here on Talking Star Wars. You guys can follow me. Me, Robin Vote from the Brick City Blockade Star Wars Podcast Network over on Twitter at Mr. Vote Tweets. You can also follow me on Facebook. Make sure to send that friend request, like my official page, and also follow the Brick City Blockade Podcast Network across. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes. This episode will be up there for you guys to listen. We've got our awesome friend James Brown doing the intro. Uh, what a great name, by the way. It's like the soul man, it's James Brown. Um, <laughs> I don't know how that worked out. Maybe the next thing we're gonna have a Star Wars singing 
hanging panel was with James Brown and Scott Inch. But you guys can go over, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Make sure to put that in your podcast feed. We got a lot of great fans following us right now, sending their insight. A lot of great people surrounding and binding this Star Wars community together. Scott, it was awesome talking Star Wars episode eight with you this week. Look forward to next time. We'll be seeing you guys very soon. May the force be with you. Always. Always.